Hello and welcome back to The Pyramid, a Scottish football podcast shining the light on clubs across the SPFL and beyond. For our 28th episode, former Hibson Wraith Rovers striker Jamie Gullen joins me, Kenny Crawford, to chat about his recent move to Dundalk in the League of Ireland. Jamie, good to have you with us. Jamie Gullen now playing for Dundalk in the League of Ireland, January transfer. Uh, recently moved over there, recently played your first game for the club competitively. Jamie, good to see you. Just tell us generally how life in Ireland is going in a new city. Well, thanks for having me on. Um, and yes, yeah, it's, it's been good. It was obviously a tough decision, kind of weighing it up to move across um, to Ireland. But no, it's been it's been brilliant so far. Um, settled in really well. Um, boys have been brilliant with me, all the staff and all the all the people around the the town have been have been really nice. So it's it's been an easy transition and. I've been enjoying it a lot. I've learned a lot so far, and um, yeah, and just just a good start last week. So just looking forward to to getting into it week in week out and to have more more days like like last Friday. Yeah, we'll get into your debut goal in a minute because I watched that one. I think the highlights on Twitter or Instagram or something. It was some free kick. So I'll ask you more about that shortly. But tell us how the actual move came about because you'd been at Wraith Rovers for a little while. Good record there, 118 appearances, 32 goals for Wraith in your whole kind of stints there. So you contributed a lot to to that Kirkcaldy club. But how did the move to Ireland and Dundalk happen? Um, so Dundalk were interested. I think kind of around Christmas time. That was the first time I'd heard of it. I didn't. It wasn't like anything kind of concrete. Anything. It was just kind of. I think they were just interested. And then so that was the first time I'd heard about it. And then as the weeks went on. It kind of it grew and grew, and then ultimately had to make a decision whether or not I wanted to stay or leave, and kind of weigh up all the options, pros and cons. Speak to my family and stuff, and yeah, spoke to the the gaffer here, and like spoke to him on Zoom a few times, and yeah, it was I was just excited by the the kind of new chapter here and new beginning. So um, yeah, excited to to see what's in store over here. Yeah, and did Stephen O'Donnell's the manager, isn't he? What was it? Did he say anything in particular that? had made him look at you? Was there something that caught his eye or was there any particular reason he gave for really wanting to sign you? I think the way he wants to play, I think it just kind of, I've fitted that system um, kind of as a striker. He's kind of, he plays like two number 10s and a striker so he wants a lot of link up between between the front men and he saw me being good at the kind of link up and getting in the box. So um, yeah, hopefully I don't let him down um, but he showed a lot of belief in me. He, spoke really highly of me and um, yeah I'm really looking forward to playing under him. That's good and I think he had a little spell in Scottish football quite a while back with Falkirk I was looking at his kind of history and I think he'd played for a couple of years for Falkirk so he'd obviously got some knowledge of, of Scottish football from from the past. What was it like telling your family and how happy or sad were they that you were not going too far away but going overseas to some extent well that's the thing it's not far away so yeah it was it was a lot of mixed emotions to be fair it was they were happy for me that I was going somewhere that I'd get back playing and get back enjoying football but at the same time they liked having me back home yeah it was a lot of mixed emotions and a lot of conversations that we had together but ultimately it was yeah it was what I wanted to do so they have to they'd be full of support for me so yeah they've been they've been brilliant that's good. And give us a little insight into the logistics of a move like that. Were you put up in a kind of B&B or something for a little while or a hotel? 
And have you got proper digs yet? Give us a little update on that side of things. Yeah, so when I came across, I stayed in the B&B for three nights just crossing the stadium, which was nice. It was just a, I could walk to the stadium, which was good. And then I moved to another B&B whilst they were sorting digs for five or six nights, which was good. You got your breakfast made for you and stuff, so it wasn't, it wasn't all bad. It was good. And now I've moved into digs a couple of weeks ago. It was just a house like five minutes from the stadium, which is good with another boy from, from England. Um, but it's been really good. And it's just good to get the kind of suitcases unpacked and get settled properly. So the B&B was nice, but it's good to be in your own home and nice and settled now. So, yeah, it's all good. That's great. That's great. And then let's get to last Friday night then, because the League of Ireland's a bit different in that it starts in, in February and goes on through the rest of the year and it's normally on Friday nights isn't it a few games on maybe Sundays or Mondays but normally on Friday nights and you had that opening fixture against Shamrock Rovers who none other than champions last year so a big game um, for you to make your debut in and, and talk us through how it went. Yeah I enjoyed it um, it was a, a good first taste of the league of the kind of opposition standard and it was good to be fair. I think they've been champions the last three or four years now, I think. And I don't think anyone kind of backed us to get anything there, to be honest. So it was good to get a goal and get a draw there. Um, although we don't celebrate draws, that's not what we want this year. But it was it was a good point, I guess. Um, big crowd there, big away support. And yeah, just a good place to play football. So I really enjoyed it. And the free kick, probably, what, 20, 25 yards? And how easy was it for you to put your claim on taking it, given that you were one of the new men in the squad? To be fair, it was. It took a lot of convincing that uh, another boy had the ball. Um, so I was kind of shouting over that I wanted it. And then after about three or four times of asking, probably not too politely, um, I got the ball. So um, thankfully he gave me it. And yeah, it was good to good to get a strike on target and see it hit the back of the net. And just getting a goal so early kind of settles you down, gets you that little bit of confidence that that you need to just yeah to go on and hopefully score more. So. I'm happy that I got the, the debut goal um, in the first game. So Yeah, that's brilliant. It was a really good one to watch. I'd definitely encourage people to look that up on Twitter or Instagram if they can track it down. A really good goal. Yeah, and for those listening that won't know exactly where Dundalk is, if they've not looked it on a map, you're right, kind of in the northeast of Republic of Ireland, aren't you? So you're very close to, well, you're almost halfway in between Belfast in the north and, and Dublin. In, in the public so it's quite yeah. handy for those two cities and yeah obviously being in the east you're the right side for for scotland as well for making it handy yeah um, so yeah that's good and in terms of players that you might have crossed paths with at dundalk or even um wider in the league of ireland i was wondering i was looking at daryl horgan is he still at dundalk and did you cross his path yeah. at hips at all yeah i was with with daryl for about two years at hips and i, I said in another interview when I joined he was brilliant with me at Hibs like an experienced guy passing on on his advice to, to a younger player I was think I was 18 19 at the time maybe so yeah he was brilliant with me um at Hibs did a lot of extras with me and kind of yeah just just helped me along the way so it was good to good to see him here and he's just the same he's yeah the same sort of player the same guy so it's good to see him played with Ross Monroe at Wraith as well goalkeeper the year one yeah, the goalkeeper. The year we won the the title, the COVID year, um, he was the keeper at race, so I know him from that spell. Um, so it was good to see him too. And then there's a few faces I knew from Scottish football in the team. I've just playing against them, but getting to know them over the last few weeks as well. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's really good. Mm -hmm. 
and my memories of Daryl Horgan, I think he played down south for like Preston and things as well. But a, a winger, really attacking, but he would chip in with quite a few goals as well. And I suppose some people would see you as that player, uh, a kind of wide player mm. who chips in with a few goals. But at certain points, I've also seen you as a, a main striker, uh, Jamie. And I'd love to know what you see yourself as because you've maybe been moved about in those forward positions a bit over your career so far. Yeah, so to be fair, I can play kind of anywhere, as you said, like along the front. And that's that's what's happened over the last few years. I've not been like a, a set position like you're this, you're that. Um, it's kind of been all over the place. But um, yeah, I'd say right now I'm, I'm happy as a number nine, as a striker, kind of leading the line with the pressure, scoring goals like that. I enjoy that. I think I'll do well in that role kind of over here as well. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm enjoying that so far and hopefully the goal's come and just hopefully I can lead the line well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was looking at the league table from last year. I think Dundalk finished fifth, which was just below the kind of positions that got entry into the kind of early European qualifiers. So is Stephen O'Donnell's aim this season to try and almost just one better than that? Although he would take obviously higher, but just take that bit of progress that gets you into that European contention. Yeah, definitely. I think um I think the Gaffin year was part of some some really good years back in kind of I'd say like seven, eight years ago, I think, when Dundalk were in the league, getting into Europe and stuff and and he's witnessed that as a player and I think he wants to bring that back as a manager. Um so the minimum would be European football definitely. And then obviously as you said, if you could go one further that would be brilliant. But um yeah, the target is European football as a minimum. And then, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And what's your contract length at Dundalk, Jamie? Two years. Okay, so you've got a good period of time to make a good impact. And I know that that will be firmly what you're focused on for the next two years. But I still want to ask you, at the age of, I think, 24 you are just now, obviously still, yep. God willing, got a lot of career ahead of you. Um, and do you still see that, Further down the line, after you've had this chapter at Dundalk, there's there's a potential for a return to Scotland and, and maybe some unfinished business there. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I think in the future it could be definitely something that would happen. I think I've I've really enjoyed the first kind of month here and the kind of the culture and the club, the style of play and stuff. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the next two years here, and then after that we'll just we'll see what happens and. Um, yeah, if it's back in Scotland, that would be, be closer to home. But yeah, we'll just, we'll just see what happens. Yeah, that's right. Fully focused on the next two years at Dundalk, without doubt. Yeah. Um, talking to players, that um, you, I know you've got a lot of friends back at Wraith and you'll doubtless have friends at Hibs as well and obviously other clubs that players you know. Any guys that you know try and come over and see you over the coming weeks and months and who would that be? So I think we'll try and get, in summer, we'll try and get... Um, Lewis Vaughan, Regan Hendry and a mate that I went on, on holiday with. We went on a golf holiday last year, so hopefully they're going to come across in, in summer and get a taste of the Irish golf courses and have a hit. So, yeah, that's that's the only thing that um, that we've planned so far. We've not planned it, but we said that will happen. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that and having them across. Yeah, I'm just piecing together. We're now seeing your real reason for the move, Jamie, these lovely golf courses in Ireland this is all coming out now so yeah I thought that would be have you sussed out one that's close to you a good one that's close to you um, so there's a couple that boys have played before um, that, that are nearby that, um, that are apparently good so I've not played yet but um, I'll save that for summer but I'll definitely be playing as, as many courses as I can you got your clubs over with you yet have they still to arrive family are bringing them today so 
the golf season starts uh, say in about a month so yeah I'll be I'll pick up the Cubs then that's good and um, I imagine that last Friday's goal against Shamrock Rovers is probably one of your your most notable ones in your career both because it was a good goal but also it was a milestone moment debut for a new club but I was interested just to ask you over as you look back on the goals that you've scored for Hibs and Wraith and obviously now Dundalk which one really or which one or two really stand out to you as being special and good quality and I've got one in my mind, but I'll see if you say it. I would go with my the first goal for Hibs against Inverness in the I think it was the quarterfinals of the Scotch Cup. I think that was like I had all my family there. It was kind of I didn't know I was gonna come on and then I think they were four nil up at the time, maybe four one. So I got the call to come on and then to get the first goal in front of a good crowd in the quarterfinals of the Scottish Cup, I think that's that's one that will stick with me forever. It was a great moment and, yeah, definitely one of my favourites. And I think for Wraith, there's, to be fair, there's been a, a few good moments with that Wraith. I'd say there's, there's one at East Fife in the last minute. That was good, um, back in League One. And then the double against Dunfermline as well. Obviously, there's no fans there that day, but that's one. That's a game that I'll, yeah, will stick with me until the end of my career, definitely. And then the most recent one, the, the penalty against Inverness in the 95th minute, that was... I know it's a penalty, but it was still that was a good moment as well because we had never hadn't won up there in what twenty three years, so that was a, a a good moment to to finish on. Well, yeah, you definitely mentioned the one that I was thinking of. I was thinking of that fifth goal against Cali Thistle in the five two win in the cup, and if I yeah. remember right, it was just really brilliant quality finish. It came in from the left low, didn't it? And you just kind of yeah. Hit it low from just outside the box. You almost kind of met it. You just ran on to it and hit it low. Ran on to it. Yeah, so I think Doidge, Christian Dodge got the ball, turned the defender, ran down the line, kind of squared it across. And I've just met it. And those type of finishes, they can kind of go anywhere. So to catch it as well as I did kind of on the run um, was good. Um, and yeah, to see it hit the net was just a surreal moment. And yeah, one I'll remember for the rest of my career. Yeah and hopefully plenty more good ones to come as well. Um, I was talking about you with Brad Spencer recently, and when Brad, we first mentioned your name, he just naturally called you Hammer. Um, and I know that's been your nickname for a while. Who started Hammer, by the way? Who is it that, that coined that nickname for you? It was my under eight or nine coach at Hearts at the time. Um, so he gave nicknames out to everyone kind of in the team. And that was mine. He just said I hit the ball harder than everyone else at that age. So... He gave me that nickname and then just stuck all the way through at Hearts. And then I went to Hibs when I was 16 and a coach from Hearts went to Hibs. So he started calling me that and then it just caught on. And then now it's just what everyone calls me. So, yes, it could be a worse nickname. So it's not too bad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a decent one to have when it sticks. I'm sure people have got a lot worse out there. So that's good to know. Um, And just as we draw this to a close, um, Jamie, I've not looked that far ahead in terms of the season how does it pan out in terms of do you have a little break at all in the summer or do you guys just keep going right through June, July and August without stopping um, so we get international breaks off and then in June I think when the Euros start we get five days off I think it's not confirmed but I think that's what the boys were saying and then I think they kind of they play I think it's something like 22 league games before that kind of break in June and then it the kind of cup starts after after that and then you have like 13, 14 league games after after June. So 
it's kind of condensed in the, the first bit of the season, so it's kind of vital you get off to the start. But yeah, I think you didn't get that in the, in the Championship of Ray for the international break, so it'll be a, a good um, good opportunity to get home and see family and stuff for, for a couple of days, so, so that'll be good. And I think what you're doing is, is great because football is, for a player, it's an adventure, isn't it? When you start your career, you never really know how it's going to pan out. There can be lows with injuries and maybe not getting games at places and you've certainly had your fair share of, of knocks and things that you've had to deal with and come back from and credit to you for that. But it's an adventure in that when you were a youngster at Harps, you maybe never knew you'd end up at Hibs. Maybe that was the last place you thought you'd end up. And then you probably never would have thought one day when I'm early, mid-20s, I'll be playing in the League of Ireland for Dundalk. So it is just amazing, isn't it? You have this adventure over a kind of 10, 15 year career. Yeah, it is. Um, and that's what I was saying. I was kind of, I was at the age where I think it would be a, a perfect time to go and try somewhere else and get a fresh start and a new change. So um, I was, it was one I was kind of excited by. Um, seeing a different league, different players, different managers, different style of playing stuff. So it's, it's something that I was really interested in doing um, and getting away, getting out of the comfort zone and, and just challenging myself elsewhere. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed that it all works out. Thanks very much for listening to The Pyramid, a Scottish football podcast shining the light on clubs across the SPFL and beyond. Grateful to Dundalk striker Jamie Gullen for joining me, Kenny Crawford. Please do subscribe to The Pyramid Scottish football podcast on Apple or Spotify. Then tell someone about it. You can follow us on Twitter at The Pyramid Pod or on Instagram at Pyramid Pod.